Hello and welcome back to TFV, a weekly news podcast in which we give our thoughts, feelings and emotions on latest gaming, film, tech, streaming and other random crap we feel like. I am your host Dan and I'm joined with you as always by my co-host Danny. Boo. And in this week's episode we are talking about Spider-Man No Way Home second trailer, Activision is still a shitty company and Russia is blowing up satellites. But first of all we are jumping straight into stream that movie news into my head and talking about the dog trailer. Yes. Starring a- Channing Tatum. Yes. A movie about a man and his dog so adorable yeah that was it that was all i did it for it was just a man and his dog thank you it it was just channing tatum channing tatum being charismatic with a dog before we talk about the one that everyone wants to talk about but i thought thank you why not watch channing tatum look after a dog you've not pissed me off at all by putting this in why not what's wrong with channing tatum in a woods cutting some logs and being ex-military and having a dog I really thought you had something interesting to say about this. No, I generally just put it in here because it was a trailer about Channing Tatum looking after a dog. And, like, who doesn't care? Uh, I can read you the description of the trailer. Briggs, who alongside his companion Lulu, a Belgian Malinos, haul ass down the Pacific coast in a time to catch their best friend and their handler's funeral. One of them has a week to live. The other lives like every day is his latest. Yeah, chatting Tatum yeah. with a dog. Thank you. Right, after that catastrophe, let's go into a Spider-Man No Way Home trailer number two. Yes, something you've tried to avoid watching. I've tried to avoid, and I've seen so many memes for it now, I was like, I do you know what, I might as well just watch it. Yes. It's good. I like it. Yeah, I... Tr- they have clearly edited out the other Spider-Man. Even though I've watched... Don't say that. Even though I've watched it, I actually don't remember anything about the trailer, because I tried to not remember any of it. Well, the end shot of the... Spider-Man in the far left and then Electro, Sandman no, Goblin, Sandman and Lizard all jumping at him there's a Brazilian cut that managed to leak or well, got got released as the Brazil version but I don't think they meant to reveal this one because there's a shot where the Lizard gets hit in the head and his neck twists but there's nothing there hitting him so it's clearly that they have edited out the other Spider-Man Eh, maybe you don't know. It might not be Spider-Man. Maybe other MCU characters. Might be someone else, but like at this point, you're gonna assume it's the other Spider-Man. I think there's also another shot. Well, not there's also another shot where I think there's an arm that hasn't been edited out properly. So people are speculating, and it's like black and red or blue and red, and people are speculating Spider-Man arm. Do you think the black suit's Venom? No. (laughs) I think people still think it might be. (laughs) I'm sure he'll turn up as a cameo at the end in the end credit scene, but I don't think he's gonna be in this movie as a villain. Because well, they are not gonna burn through they wanna do Venom versus Spider Man in their own movie. They're not gonna burn through putting him in having some sort of piss at like there's so many other characters that they're not gonna just burn through it. Like I know Sony's bad at burning through their villains, but they're not gonna just burn Venom. He'll be end credit scene, I guarantee it. Maybe, maybe I'll set up Batman. No, that's wrong. Spider-Man versus Venom. You're getting your metaverses mixed up, Dan. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. I don't know. I'd be happy either way. I mean, I was going to be happy if they didn't release another trailer, but, I mean, this trailer is good. Uh, Everyone's probably seen it by now, uh, and people are still upset that they haven't put the Spider-Man in it. But why the fuck would you want the Spider-Man in the trailer? You want to watch that in the movie feed? Yeah, I really don't want to see that in the trailer. If they if they put that in the trailer, I would have been so sad. Like it's I know they did it with Civil War, where they put Spider-Man 
at the Civil War trailer. But there's a different context behind that because they needed to show that Spider-Man was part of the MCU because otherwise people would have just expect... Like, I would have liked it if they hadn't shown Spider-Man. And yeah, I agree. I also up. would have liked to see in the Age of Ultron trailer, not Vision. Because yeah. showing Vision was a massive plot point in the whole film. Yeah, but I understand why they did it for general audiences just to tell them, hey, look, Spider-Man is now a part of the MCU. Come and watch this movie. It's completely different. Because otherwise people it's would probably have probably why it did so well. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so that's Spider-Man. I genuinely enjoyed it. Yeah. I would have just liked there to be only one, but the internet got very, very needy and demanding. And so That's, they had that doesn't sound like internet at all. No, and speaking of the internet being really demanding and ruining things that I look forward to, uh, Star Wars news, Dan. Yay! So, we love Star Wars in this podcast so much. Well, I'm sure this news will make some people very happy. Uh, Patty Jenkins and Ryan Johnson's reportedly shelved Star Wars projects because of created differences. So, Is Patty Jenkins the one that all the Star Wars fans hate? No, she was the Wonder Woman. Oh, she's was, she's I, I Wonder Woman. Somewhere. She's Wonder Woman, and Ryan Johnson is the one that everyone hates because ah, of the Last yes. Jedi, and he was apparently doing a trilogy. Patty Jenkins was doing the Rogue Squadron movie, so like the space fighting one, uh, and Ryan Johnson had an unannounced trilogy. But there's rumors that those are cancelled now because Star Wars is very reactionary, and if people don't like something. Star Wars will give it a couple months or years and then just kind of quietly go, hey, look, you're you're not what people want. Let's not do that. <laughs> but then there are people who want what that was and then it's all very messy. Star Wars just seems to fire a lot of their directors. Like, I really wanted the Chris Miller and Phil Lord, the people who did Spider-Verse, to do the Han Solo movie and they fired them and just brought in, I can't even remember, um, Bryce Dallas Howard's dad. Ron Howard. There we go. Uh, I think at this point, I'm sort of fed up with prequels. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mandalorian is great, and I'm sure Book of Boba Well, Ryan Johnson's well. was supposedly going to be set completely outside of the Star Wars, like, current timeline. So it would either have been the beginning of the Jedi and the Sith, so, like, thousands and thousands of years before any See, that of... sounds interesting. It's something different. Yeah. And then Rogue Squadron was just going to be empire versus rebels but spaceships and just a lot yeah, of spaceships kind of like what, um, story from another point of view this is what we need to know what was um what was uh what was um that battlefront 2 that was it that sort of dark side version and then it would be uh you follow the fighter or yeah the storyline from that but i imagine it'd be something like that would have been the thing has there been any details on the new star wars yet? the new trilogy no, that was what Ryan Johnson's was rumored oh, was to be. Oh, was that the new proper trilogy? Yeah, because they had they had a load of directors lined up to do the original the the trilogies afterwards. So they had the Game of Thrones directors. They got fired. Uh, yeah, they were writing it, weren't they? They were writing, and then they got it. Nope. Yeah, you're, you're terrible. You did a terrible job at that TV show that everyone loved, and then you fucked it up. And yet they still brought Ryan JJ uh, Abrams back. So who knows? JJ Abrams just has his claws on sci-fi i'm sure he's got dirt on someone in hollywood and he's just definitely how's how's it keep coming back i don't understand this like i get people i think it's just because he pleases nostalgia because he's just a very i call him a nostalgia porn director because he just directs stuff 
for people who watch stuff as a child and he he does it in a way that people just jizz over and i don't like it at all <laughs> no i he, agree he's because he does uh, he did star trek and he made that and he just did pointless uh nostalgia things for fans but made it completely irrelevant to the story and he did the exact same thing with star wars and it's just nostalgia over story and i'm just like <sighs> just stop i don't care about <laughs> nostalgia it means nothing to people if unless it's like built into the story but like the khan reveal in star trek 2 it's like who the fuck cares unless you're a star trek fan this is meant to be a new thing to get people excited about star trek again and then anything to do with force awakens or rise of skywalker is just nostalgia <laughs> there's no story it's just nostalgia it's look at this guy this person this item this object and it's just like there's no story it's just here's a thing from star wars you liked well that's why i really hope the next trilogy is a new story new characters I mean, they have now said the Skywalker saga's over. That's bullshit. They're still tying it into the Mandalorian. That's why Luke Skywalker's there. It's like, it was over. Nah, we bring him back for Mandalorian season two to get him. It's like, fuck off. Let it die. Let it go. Bring back Mace Windu, I say. If you're going to do a Star Wars trilogy, fuck Luke Skywalker. Mace Windu should have been the one to bring him back. Yeah, there's pink lightsaber, you know? Purple. The one uh, pink up. Shut up purple it's not pink it's magenta get your facts whatever uh, next up talking about reboots of past franchises nostalgia shit or nostalgia shit uh Dwayne johnson has made his pitch to be the next james bond yeah also ryan reynolds yeah i don't think either of them should be james bonds no they're not english <laughs> <laughs> ryan reynolds did it as a jokey no ryan reynolds yeah. did it as a jokey thing and people took it seriously he was like I, could you accept a, a Canadian uh, gin-drinking James Bond rather than your British? Um, <laughs> to be honest, I'd actually love to see Ryan Reynolds do like a spy film like that. He just did one. <laughs> that, I read the notice, isn't No, Six Underground. That's not a spy film. It is, sort of. He's a billionaire spy. That's definitely not a spy film. There's no chance, is it? It's not uh, a subtle spy film, but he is doing spy shit. No, I'd like to see him do a kind of spoof of James Bond. I think he'd be great. Yeah. Uh, I just put this news article here because I don't care. Apparently, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's granddad or something played a villain in one of the James Bonds. I'm not so surprised. That's why, he, that's why he was talking about it, because he was like, I want to do james bond but i want to be james bond i don't want to do the villain i want to twist it on its head and it's like yeah you kind of lack the one thing that james bond needs to be and it's not being a man it's being british although i would argue i may get people with sexist for this one i think james bond should be a man yes james bond should be yeah 007 shouldn't doesn't need to be <laughs> yeah that's true i mean we did see that in the last one i didn't get mad about yeah. that that's fine uh, no just, you can't have james bond in the character <laughs> no <laughs> james know, like... bond is a man who's british and drinks and beats up women uh, <laughs> it's like having richard jones well you want a bridget jones as a man would you no but you could have ben jones and then have the tale of sperm donation or whatever the fuck i don't know what the story is is bridget jones the one who gets pregnant or something (laughs) it just sort of takes things away what is the plot line of bridget jones's diary 
I'm pretty sure it's just I've a, never watched it's it. a rom-com. That's what it is. It's just a, it's a rom-com. Oh, what's the one? Doesn't she have a baby one or something? Yeah, that's that third there's, one, Bridget Jones' baby. There's third one? There's three There's three of them, yeah. What? There's I three Bridget Jones two. films. That's insanity. What? Yeah, there's Bridget Jones. Who fucking keep making these movies? Who gives a shit about Bridget Jones? Oh, that's crazy to me. I can't remember which ones it is. So there's... Uh, oh, so it's Bridget Jones' Diary, The Edge of Reason, and Bridget Jones' Baby. I've never heard of The Edge of Reason. What is that one? I don't actually know. Okay, well, I don't care enough to learn about it. If you want to know more about Bridget... Here we go. Bridget Jones. gets uncomfortable with her relationship with Mark after leaving... After learning that he was averse to change and holds traditional values when it comes to voting, she also struggles to deal with her new boss. Wow, sounds like a real <laughs> good movie. <laughs> it's got terrible reviews in Rotten Tomatoes. What do you expect? I'm not surprised. That 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 is insanity to me. That 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 has that has that many sequels. It's like me finding out that the oh, I don't know a bunch of other stuff that just. Yeah, has... It was a, a long time between the second and third. So it doesn't the make second, it acceptable. The second came out in 2004 and the third one came out in 2016. It's 12 years between third and, uh, two and three. That would have mean I would have heard about it because 2016 was the time that I was like getting into movie movies. Yeah, and then Bridget I was Jones' like, Diary. Yeah. Never, sorry, Bridget Jones' Baby. That was, that was the one, yeah. I, did, I knew about that one. I don't know what the fuck happened between... What was it called again? The Edge of Reason. That's such a bad title. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Hunt Showdown is being turned into a live-action series. Do you know what Hunt Showdown is, Dan? I do not. What is it, Danny? So Hunt Showdown is a video game. So we're getting more video game stuff turned into live-action. And you go around as hunters or, like, killers trying to hunt down really big, scary monsters. And it's like a co-op game. And you put pitched against other people. So it's kind of like a battle royale. But your objective is to kill a big monster... And then other players are also trying to kill that big monster. And so you have to kill that big monster before other players kill that big monster. But you can also kill the other players. So, so it's a, a TV lot of show. That's a battle royale. Well, it will be a TV show. And I imagine it will be somewhat similar to it's Hunger a battle Games. Pretty much. But rather than trying to kill each other purposely, because you don't have to kill each other, but you don't get the bounty if you don't kill the person. And it's all mystical and magical and shit. And there's like ruins and... Like, other monsters that are smaller and less... It's a pretty fun game. Like, it's on PC and PlayStation and Xbox if you want to play it. Is it free? It's built on the Crisis. I think it's the Crisis people who, before they went and remastered Crisis again. So, no, it's not. It's like 20 quid. Slander. It's a pretty fun game. What? (laughs) It's 20 quid. (laughs) I think it is. I don't know how much it is now. Like, it came out, like, full price at 40 quid. So, I imagine on sale or something it's like cheaper but i i'm looking forward to it if they do make this a tv show that's interesting wouldn't wouldn't surprise me like it's a good premise well if they do it right because they got (laughs) to actually make it like proper like put budget behind the monsters because otherwise you're just gonna have nothing (laughs) right i should stop down i give it a go probably it's free it's a free tv show on like netflix or something I've been trying to watch I don't know Time. What? That's the wrong one. The Wheel of Time. The Wheel of Time. Yeah, that one. Yeah, you said World of Time. Didn't I? I'm pretty sure I said Wheel. Oh, well. Yeah, The Wheel Bing. of Time. I've been trying to watch that. But... Oh, yeah, that's why it was interesting, because it's an entire new streaming platform called Binge. Oh, for goodness sake. I'm not watching it. <laughs> so Binge plans to launch as a subscription-free service on PC, TV, mobile, and consoles. Users can 
earn bits after watching content, but it's unclear how you'll spend them. Um, so yeah. you earn money by watching it? Yeah. Well, you earn what? bits. Yeah. This is a new streaming platform. So it's subliminal messages in <laughs> TV shows to get you buy things. No. It's just once you watch a thing, you get a thing. And then, hey, look, this is a new streaming platform that's launching in 2022. Yeah, it is Crytek. Yeah. Cool. I wasn't wrong. You'll race to collect clues where you find a boss monster like the eldritch-looking spider from Gruesome, the Gruesome Butcher or the insect-filled assassin. Yeah, so it's basically just you go around hunting monsters. It could be a really interesting TV show. But yeah, that was the that was the main bit that I forgot to mention. Is It's coming to a new streaming platform and you get bits for watching that stuff. That sounds terrible. And I think it's going to burn with Be quibby. a quibby. Be a quibby. quibby or a two. Paramount Plus. <laughs> or Paramount Plus. Well, talking about games, let's go on to We've Lost the Controller of the News and talk about the gaming news of the week. And we're going to talk about Activision and the sexual harassment claims have continued. Yep. The uh, latest being CEO Bobby Kotick. So, yeah, he basically knew a lot about this and also has been subject to complaints about sexual harassment. So, more than 13,000 Activision Blizzard staff call for the dudes retire, uh, to resign. Uh, the I think at the moment, the Activision Blizzard uh, board is trying to keep him, but the uh, shareholders are trying to get rid of him. <laughs> have you ever seen the, how much money this dude makes like no his salary is like 150 million a year that's insane yeah just to be the head of blizzard and Great that's Elon musk he doesn't have a salary <laughs> oh dear dan just lagged out for me <laughs> yeah, same weird um but yeah it's it's insanity how much money this man makes just from being up there and abusing women what a dickhead yeah um and the Activision Blizzard's zero tolerance tolerance policy on harassment that's coming into effect won't apply to Kotick, staff reportedly are told. So even if the other staff members now have to follow rules, this dude doesn't. Ah, uh, yes, that makes sense. You lot can't be sexual harassing women. Me, however, I earn one fifty million a year. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Also, he knew about the sexual misconduct allegations at the video game giant uh, and apparently threatened to murder someone who tried to report him. Bloody hell. Yeah, like threatened to murder them on a phone call. Like, this dude's not a good person (laughs) from the looks of it. See, Um, this is the type of guy that gives white old men a bad reputation. Yeah, so I'll quickly jump to the uh, reactions of, like, playstation and xbox because i i had them uh, uh later on in this show but microsoft is considering its relationship with activision and so is playstation until this gets sorted out so that could mean that i don't think they'll get full banned but they probably won't maybe put new titles or something on just until i feel it, like they, that, they'll consider it they're not they'll consider, they'll consider it go, oh yeah, wait they'll consider a massive seller why would we do that yeah they're gonna just do that or they're gonna go Look, we want more money for the coins that we get. We want more of a percentage from your profits if you want to stick on our store. Yeah, that's more likely. Yeah. But it, there's no way they're getting rid of it. No, they're not going to. But they've, they've come out and said they're considering their relationship. Uh, they're with, just saying that as a PR stunt. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're 100%. 
Um, but yeah, that 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 was just the thing. Yeah, so Blizzard sucks. Don't uh, Activision sucks. Just I'm glad I'm not buying COD this year. Oh yeah, me too. But Activision are not the only studio slash developer in trouble. Also, Rockstar is in trouble with their new yeah. GTA trilogy remaster. So yeah, it's a um, cyberpunk this year. <laughs> we had cyberpunk last year. We got cyberpunk again this year. I feel like but there's a slight difference though in terms of. Well, yeah, one was massively hyped and one was like, hey, look, this will be cool if it works. Also, I think the time spent developing it is also massively different. Oh, yeah. This did not take them eight years. This, they just, from what it looks like, they just got AI to try, like artificial intelligence to just try and figure out how to upgrade this. If I just bought an AI and was like, yeah, just just add this in and then let it run for 10 hours and just publish it. Yeah, so th- this is a buggy, horrible mess, and they took it off the place, uh, the PC store for like three days whilst they tried to fix it. Uh, they have basically come out and apologized uh, and said, look, we've got patches, we're working on fixing it. Uh, and I think we reported that last week they took away the other versions of it, the non-remastered versions. So they're back now. You can now get those, and you get them for free if you bought the trilogy. So you can have a functioning version of the game. Wait, so if you <laughs> if you bought the remastered trilogy, you get the original trilogy. Yeah, you get well, you get the games for free because they were on PC already, but they took them off PC and they took them off the other stores. Oh, so they they took but, the originals off, but the remastered were like, oh wait, the remastered are terrible. Let's just put the originals back on. Oh yeah, but also if you ever want to see how badly this game remastered is. Um, versus people who modded the old games. They they basically have GTA 5 graphics in those old games if you wanted it from mods. And then this is what? just like Fortnite. I swear this, this is just upgrade. like a money-making stunt or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was 100% that. They just went, oh, we've got these old games. People like them. We've released them already. Let's, let's put the definitive version of this in the title. You know, the one that everyone is going to know is the final version of this game. It's broken and buggy and shit. <laughs> definitive. <laughs> not remastered, not whatnot. It's the definitive version of this game. Uh, and yeah, so it's the, there's some of the bugs are just like falling through the map constantly. Cars just spawning in when you're driving and then just smashing into them, uh, getting rocketed across the map. Uh, there's one where the rain just pours down and just you can't see anything. Uh, and if you walk over to like lakes and stuff, it doesn't render on the lakes. It just rains everything around it. Um, yeah, it's just a horrible mess. There's a if you shake your car from left to right, it grows wider. So only if that was the same case in real life. Why would you want your car to do that? <laughs> we mean, live in Britain, Dan. Okay. No, <laughs> it's, it's about cars, Dan. <laughs> Get your head out your ass. <laughs> <laughs> GTA. I was never going to buy this. Also, apparently, like the Nintendo Switch version is even worse because you'd think, hey, if it can't run on a PC, how badly do you think it's going to run on a Nintendo Switch? But yeah, people aren't happy. Rockstar fucked up. And I hope this isn't what they're doing with GTA 6. <laughs> well, my actual time spent on GTA 5 is so minimal. Oh, yeah, I, I barely. Like 20 played. hours. I played it. I played it quite a lot at the beginning and then I never played it really after. There's a couple, I know a po- couple of people I know like playing it, but it's just not some, not something I care about. Because they still yeah, haven't released the PS5 version yet. Really? Like they've been, yeah, it's still not out yet. It comes out like 
Didn't they have a it deal was meant where you get X amount of a free million. coins? Yeah, you get a million cash. a month until it comes out. Yeah, so people must have so much money. So that's right still now. going. No, nah, because you just spend it on GTA. Right. Like, it just burns through your money because you just buy it. Because all the um, apartments and stuff and all the new DLCs and everything cost in game money. And they're like 200 million or whatever. So you just get a million a month. So you just burn through it immediately. Oh, wow. Well, I suppose that's one yeah. way of balancing it out. And also there's the uh, casino now where you can burn fake money but pay real money to buy more fake money. Not gambling at all. Mine just 18, so I can't really complain. It does say gambling on the thing. Yeah, but it's also like... It, yeah, it's just funny. They put a casino in. I spent so much money in that casino because I was like, yeah, why not? I was just bored. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... Because I had, I had... When I bought the game, I bought the like collectors, like the biggest bundle thing because it was dirt cheap and then it was just like here's all this money and so i was just like cool and then i just spent it all in the casino i, I it's just like ah well whatever i made most of it back because all you do is just bet insane amounts of money and then just bet every time on blackjack because you blackjack just, is when you eat because so, you, you, you got to do is get 21 yeah you just got to get 21 I can't, you can't card count on a video game, Dan. It doesn't work like that. Oh, it's I'm a digital sure card. Yeah, good try. <laughs> you can't. There's no. F- I don't think Rockstar built in the uh, rules of blackjack properly to make it so card counting is like a legitimate thing in that game. I'd be impressed if they did. It wouldn't surprise me if they did, but I don't think they would waste that time and resources to do it. So that it functioned properly, then there was only one deck in the thing or two decks. Ah, you never like, know. But talking about limiting performance, Nvidia GeForce is now capping FPS for priority tier users. Yeah, so Nvidia GeForce is now, which is their streaming thing, uh, didn't have caps on its frame rates, and now it is, even if you're paying high tiers. So is it now? If you don't have a good graphics card, it's just gonna go nope. Well, no, it's streaming, so oh, it streaming. doesn't even. Yeah, it's streaming. It's in, in uh, GeForce Now, which is their streaming thing, which is their, like, st- uh, oh, okay. s- Stadia. It's a decent service because it's free. It just takes your Steam library, so it just streams them if it's um, programmed in. But, yeah, they're just... Uh, they're basically going... Fat, uh, people noticed on Guardians of the Galaxy was limited to 50 frames per second via the in-game menu, and they were just like, huh... So they just it was just basically that. It was just like, well... So now to get more FPS, you've got to spend more money. Yeah, so the priority tier GeForce Now service boosts a premium rig with a GT, an RTX on that will deliver up to 180p at 60 frames per second for those who subscribe. All of the games listed are still above 45 frames per second with the most sitting over 50. So it's not like users are see, seeing a snail-paced action compared to what they're expecting. But... They are limiting the frames per second on some of the games when they're saying they'll give you 60 frames per second streaming. So it's kind of funny. It is kind of funny. A bit scummy, but I suppose companies got to make more money somehow because they're so poor, you know, NVIDIA. Make not enough. Yeah, so Dying Light and Outriders are two of the other examples of games running at like 50 frames per second and 55 on the premium servers. It's just like, ah. But yeah, that was just Ving. It's just like more companies screwing over people for profits and just going, hey, look, you won't notice. You're not going to have a frame rate reader on your phone all the time. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just limiting, you know, just limiting. 
When they're talking about limiting frame rates, the UK government is limiting frame rates to zero on playing games in your car because the government has only just banned playing mobile games while driving. Five years after Pokemon Go caused the stir of people playing games on their phone. I have no idea how it wasn't illegal. I know, so... But I saw this news story this week and it's confused me so much because I always thought it was just, oh, if you're on your mobile phone, it's illegal. But no, currently it's only if you're making a call or texting. Yeah, you can still play a game. Which is absolutely insane. You can just, like, kind of scroll, scroll through your Spotify playlist or whatever and it's not illegal. Yeah. You know, but you're now, you will no longer be able to take photos or videos, scroll through music playlists on your phone or quickly catch a creature in Pokemon Go. <laughs> This includes while the car is stationary at traffic lights or in a traffic jam. So no quick sneakies when you're in a traffic jam. I feel like if your car is pulled over on the side of the road and I've got a handbrake on, it shouldn't be that it should make a difference because anyone you can't caught, cause anything. Anyone caught by the police behind the wheel with their mobile phone in hand will face a two hundred pound fixed penalty notice and six points on their license. It's bad. Don't do it. Yeah. How many po- you get nine, right? Twelve. 12. Okay. And even so then, half- you're not actually banned from driving if you get 12. If you have 12, you've got to go to a magistrate court and, and then they determine it. if you should be banned. So there was a doctor who had 12 points on license, but they kept her license because she's a doctor. And she is allowed to, to run red lights. <laughs> no, she was doing 40 and a 30 four times. Was she, did she have the lights on? <laughs> the lights were on, but it was just... I'm sure she's allowed to do that if the lights are on. Well, do 40 and a 30? No. Yeah. Not an ambulance driver, just a doctor. Oh. Yeah, the doctor go to work. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do that all the time. I'm not binning anything. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're good boys. We we do what we're told. Mm. But yeah, uh, it's just funny that it's only taken them five years after the biggest people do this on their phones to actually put it implement it. And talking about implementing new entertainment things stuff. Ubisoft Entertainment Center, a new theme park is opening up in 2025. Yeah, four years, probably. Do you look forward to Ubisoft Land, Dan? This is going to suck, all your favorite characters, assassins, and Watchdogs Boy, and the Rabbids, and uh, Rayman, and Splint. Nope. Do you know what? I don't trust Ubisoft with any of this. I I reckon it'll be glitchy and you'll fall through the earth. Oh yeah. <laughs> do you want if, the they, if they put it? Yeah, if they do an authentic version and they just have ditches that people could just fall in, covered by carpets. <laughs> I think that would be the best. You and you can just walk through the walls like they just have clear plastic sheets that you can just walk through, and it's painted like a wall, so you can just glitch through them. Empty. <laughs> do you know I'd rate them so much if they do that? That'd be fantastic. I would want to go there. Do you reckon it's going to be an open world where it's just nothing? but side quests to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the whole theme park is just side quests, no main quest. As soon as you enter, you're like, nope, you can't even do the side quests. Go talk to Jim in the hot dog station. Go yeah, and play Uno in Uno Land. Oh, Uno, of course. Yeah. Uno but they don't own Monopoly. the rights to Uno, do they? It's Mattel. No, but they have the street, uh, they have the game rights, so if they, if they wanted to put it in, they could put it in. They could just put their, they could just, do what uh, Legoland does, where they have the arcade bit, where you just play all the Lego games on consoles. So they just put up PlayStations and PCs and stuff, and just put you know and Monopoly, and just have guests sit there for five hours playing Monopoly. Fuck, that would be horrible. <laughs> Imagine. 
Like, I spent so much. I went to Legoland and just spent so long on those fucking Lego games. Like, that was the only thing I cared about because I didn't. I just, just wanted Le- to play just Lego games. I don't care yeah, about Lego. Yeah, just just sat there. Random people just come and join you, and you just play, and then you get scared because two other people come at the same time, and you're like, oh no, I've got to get off the. But I want to play more. <laughs> so you circle back around. That's what you do. Yeah, you just circle back around later, or you go and play another game where no one's sitting on it, like a Jurassic Park Lego game. <laughs> Because <laughs> everyone wants to do the Star Wars one or the Marvel one, and then you're just there doing the fucking Indiana Jones Lego game. What about DC? No, yeah, there was DC. There was the Lego Batmans. Yeah. I'm talking about Batman. Warner Brother Multiverse has officially been announced and featuring Batman, Arya Stark, and more. And Shaggy. Don't Shaggy. forget Shaggy. From Scooby Doo. Scooby Dooby Doo. Where Scooby Doo is referenced in Spider Man trailer. Oh my god, people are so upsetty. I forgot to mention how upsetty people were about them making fun of Dr. Octavius' name, but I don't think it's making fun of Dr. Octavius' name. I think it's them making fun of the fact that someone says they're Spider-Man. Anyway. Yeah, okay. This is um, Warner Brothers' attempt at making a Smash Bros. game. Yes, so here's the entire... We already had the Nickelodeon one, now we're getting Warner Brothers. Yeah. Here's the lineup so far. We've got Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman... Harley Quinn, Shaggy, Bugs Bunny, Arya Stark, Jake the Dog, Finn the Human, Steven Universe, Garnet, Tom and Jerry, and Rain Dog. I feel like Arya Stark does not belong in this list. No, it should have been Jon Snow. Even him. No Game of Thrones characters deserve to be on this list. Yeah, but we figured, we we, we talked about this when it was rumoured to be a thing, and it was just, Warner Brothers has so much intellectual property, they're just going to put everything in it. Well, no, but it's the fact you've put loads of kid stuff on there. Or like you know, yeah, but this is kids. Warner Brothers, Dan. and then you've just you got Harley Quinn. Stark. So yeah. like murders people. Yeah, you don't think Harley Quinn murders people? Have you not watched her TV show? I have watched those, but let's be honest, you know, it's still DC is like, oh yes, you know, kids, whatever. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure people know Game of Thrones as kids, Dan. Yeah, definitely, it's definitely the best kids kids TV show you can watch. Hell yeah, the ending won't traumatize them at all. Well, no, it just make them sad because of how bad it is. No, it traumatizes them how bad it is. Mm, I think maybe. every TV show is bad. It ruins their but lives. What, what's weird is they have Shaggy, but they don't, uh, they don't have Scooby-Doo. I know. Where is my dog that I can beat the shit out of? And where's Scrappy-Doo? Yeah, where is Scrappy-Doo? I'm sure they're animal. That's what they're going to do. They're just out all of them. Yeah, it's just going to expand. It's just going to be an ever-growing list of, hey, look, we own this shit. I reckon they're going to add the Dune people from Dune. Uh, yeah, doing just for no reason. They'll add the um, entire cast of Space Jam, and they'll uh, add the Clockwork Orange guys, those rapists, you know, proper kids characters with moves. They'll have their canes, all of that. They'll have Pepe Le Pew, <laughs> the the sexist, the sexist skunk or whatever he is, stinking out of the place. Yeah, he'll just have a sexual harassment. He'll put pull out Bob. Uh, Cap, whatever the fucking cunt's name at Activision's name. He'll just have him in the back pocket and pull him out and then everyone will just run away because how scared they are. Cotic. They'll be, they'll be good and bad characters. Do you reckon this is going to be shit? I reckon this is going to be shit. It doesn't look great. Because it's first... really hard to make a fighting game and especially if you're doing multiple different like genres of characters. Because like, Super Smash Bros. is kind of like the best version of that that there is. And then I've seen that the uh, Nickelodeon one is terrible <laughs> in comparison. 
because it's laggy if they don't have the servers for the uh, online capabilities. I know, I know Smash Bros. doesn't have the online capabilities. You have to do it Latin. Well, how much do you trust Warner Brothers to make a good game? Actually, it depends what studio is making this. It's not going to be Rocksteady. <laughs> yeah, obviously not. <laughs> if it was, I'd be like, hell yeah. It's not going to be the people who make um, uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> no, and it's not going to be Gotham Knights either. Yeah, it's just going to be some offshoot is, that they have. Actually, this is so ironic because DC has a fighting game in the Injustice. Yeah, but they don't have a kid's version, Dan. I suppose kids can... Injustice is a bit mental. <laughs> yeah, it's an R-rated movie now, Dan. Wait, has that been confirmed? Was the animated Oh, one. that one, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just don't know how the fuck this is going to... It's free, though. That's the thing. They're just bringing it out for free. Oh, is it free? I'll try it. Yeah, it's a free. It's a free. It's 100% going to be free. I just imagine there's going to be a fuck ton of microtransactions in it. And if Warner Brothers is going to do anything, they'll just have NFTs plastered around it. (laughs) Well, talking about the best games. You'll be able to get Batman as a fucking monkey or whatever that shitty or the or the lazy lion or whatever the fuck they are. NFTs. Talking about the best games, the Game Awards nominees have been announced for 2021. Yeah, so it's very disappointing. Well, it's not It's not really that interesting. There's no big, big game this year, to be honest. No. Uh, it's, can you put so your spirits for the in game? It? Yeah, so the game of the year uh, this year are Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank, uh, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. So they're the game of the years nominees. So any of them stand out to you? It's like um, you played Deathloop. I'm not. I played Deathloop. Oh, I thought you were going to play. No, Deathloop. I was going to. I wanted to. But it still looks interesting. I think it's a very interesting concept. I also want to play. Of all the ones that two. I think I would have played, It Takes Two is the one that I wanted to play. I still want because, to play because <laughs> It Takes Two is the uh, co-op. You just go around doing a bunch of mini games whilst you're trying to save a marriage or something game and your kid's sad <laughs> uh ratchet and clank i'd be like yeah but i never played it so no never did i but once again it's got a nice interesting concept to make use of i think it's one of the first games to make proper use of an ssd yeah it needs a blazing fast i reckon it's either going to be death loop or ratchet and clank that wins it i agree i think it will be because death loop got massively good reviews from people um metroid dread i don't know if i see nintendo winning it for that because it's just a side scroller so it's a good side scroller from what i've heard but like i don't think they're gonna win for i would be really happy if it takes two wins because that's a really that's an indie studio winning the game of the year that's pretty big um like that is the smallest company on there because you got bethesda you got nintendo you got xbox and you got playstation you got capcom and then you just got it's got EA behind it, but it's an indie game, like, and it's just a lot of fun from the looks of it. Uh, then you got just some of the other stuff. Uh, best ongoing is Apex, Call of Duty Warzone, Final Fantasy XV Online, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Don't care about any of them. <laughs> no, I think uh, the one, well, the one I was talking about, uh, Kenya Bridges Spirits. They've been nominated for best art direction and best debut indie. Yeah, I think that I want to play that game. It is actually, I've not finished it. I've got stuck in the boss fight. <laughs> I really want to play it. I just don't want to 
pay a lot. Maybe I'll get it if it's on sale on PlayStation. How much time? I think I paid like 25 quid for it on PC. What yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not expensive for expensive, but I don't have a lot of money. So. No, no. The only thing is, uh, my PC can't really run it mm. because it is quite intensive. I really need, need a new GPU, but I can't get my hands on one. Yeah. Oh, if anyone's looking for um, PS5 hard drive uh, internal, they're on sale on Amazon for the good ones, uh, but only a terror. Yeah. So if you're looking for one, now's a good time to get one if you want to save some money because they're expensive without. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, this year's gaming offering is just kind of like, eh. Best community support, Destiny 2, isn't it? (laughs) Like what? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it's a surprise. I thought everyone hates uh, Bungie right now. Yeah, because um, yeah, let's go on to that because uh, the X because uh, it's just a quick thing. Uh, because uh, Destiny Two and its expansions are leaving Xbox Game Pass for console and cloud on December eighth. Will remain on PC curiously. So everyone who has Xbox Game Pass gets to have all of the DLCs on it, but now they're just getting taken away, and you don't get to keep them. <laughs> Yeah, so basically go finish it now. Also, the yeah. new one also isn't coming to Game Pass on Game Pass or PC. I don't think. Yeah, so it's just like huh. and uh, just very quickly while we're on the subject of Destiny Two and Bungie, Destiny Two are releasing a patch for the game. They're calling the biggest balancing update ever, where they're pretty mm. much removing all one-hit supers. Oh no, <laughs> no, my stupid swords are going to be useless. My sword. So I think swords. now. Um, well, your swords might not be useless. So if you just hear a direct hit, then it might. Yeah, but it's so fucking hard it. to hit people because people just jump everywhere. Yeah, so I think I, I just think like having the spread. Yeah, because they track people as well. Let's we'll see how it goes. It's a bit of a controversial one. So once Destiny Two leaves Xbox Game Pass, players who don't own any of the expansions on Xbox platform will lose access to campaign missions, expansion-specific activities, raids, dungeons, hunts, exo challenges, nightfall strikes, and access to Trials of Osiris, the say the status subclass, which is Beyond Light's uh, specific, the middle tree supers for each cl- subclass, the ten percent of perk for silver purchases and other game add-ons. Um. Items such as exotics already acquired will still be available for players who earned them. Previously purchased season passes will remain active. Players who wish to continue playing Destiny 2 on Xbox should look for Destiny 2 expansion discounts that will be available soon. Uh, As a reminder, the Rich Queen will not be available on console or PC Xbox Game Pass when it launches on February 22nd, 2022. However, on the slight flip side of that, Forsaken is now free until from December till Witch Queen launches. Oh, I need to purchase that. <laughs> well, it's, it's removed in... Is it on uh, PC? Yeah, it's on PC. It's, so, yeah, it's going to become free in December, and then it's getting removed. Well, sorry, Tangle Chores is getting removed in yeah. uh, when the Witch Queen comes, but Dreaming City is remaining. Yay. <laughs> I, I love spending Dreaming all my City. money. I mean, actually... I, I'm just, I don't care, because I've already paid for all of it, so... Still need to buy the... Uh, did you get the third anniversary edition bundle? No, I haven't bought anything yet for the Witch uh, Queen. I bought the I'm one. still just... <laughs> I bought the really expensive one. Oh, I will be. I probably will be, but I just need money. <laughs> <laughs> the joys of life. Yes. Right, we carry on this gaming news because we've got loads. We've still got more to go with. Next up, we're going for plagiarism because Streamlabs have been accused of plagiarism and unethical business practices. Yeah, Dan, do you know what OBS is? Yeah, open broadcast software. Yeah. Do you know that Streamlabs and is just basically ripping off OBS now. I thought Streamlabs was OBS. No, that's this is the thing. 
they they had a nice relationship, but Streamlabs has just decided to release their own version of OBS and copied the exact layout of their website and how they're promoting it. And yeah, they're just basically ripping it off now. And OBS is like, well, fuck you. Yeah, I really did think Streamlabs, because it was called Streamlabs OBS. Yeah. So I was but like, oh, they've... it's just, you know, a modified version of it slightly, just to... No, it, it wasn't in partnership. They had a, like, because they were both open platform things, they were just like, well, we'll work together, but we won't officially be partnered. And now Streamlabs has just basically gone, well, fuck OBS, we can just do OBS. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone is super upsetty. Yeah, also, it's sucky. Like, all of the Twitch streamers and everything who use it and all the youtubers and everything were you also really confused and thought Streamlabs were partnered with obs but no turns out no they weren't they were just like huh yeah even you know. uh someone's called light stream is getting on getting in the action as well yeah yeah uh do you know pokimane the biggest yes, like I know. of course i do yeah um so Streamlabs were using her face uh to promote Streamlabs, um but she she never signed anything to say that she um, w- w- was okay with that, but she just let it slide because she was like, well, I use it. It's a good promotion for them. But now she's like, well, if you don't fucking sort out this plagiarism shit, she's going to ask them to take her face off the platform to stop promoting because she just never agreed anything. She's not getting paid for any of that. She's just like, well, it's something I use. I'll just lend them a hand. But now she's like, nah, fuck you. Uh <laughs> A lot of Twitch streamers are just like, we'll never use Streamlabs again if they don't sort this shit out. Even the infamous leaker Edward Snowden took a moment to weigh in on Twitter. <laughs> I'm beginning to sense a pattern in Streamlabs' behavior. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is a real shady shit that they're doing. So yeah. Uh, and the company has originally stolen from different websites and refused to fix auto-billing issues. So, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that is uh, terrible. <laughs> uh, there's an update, though, that they have ch- pledged to change the name of its product. Oh, okay. We are taking sense. immediate action to remove OBS from our name. Reads the comment, Streamlabs OBS is built on top of the OBS open source platform. Streamlabs OBS is also open source and our code is publicly available. We take responsibility for our actions and we'll support the community. So, yeah. it's just fu- It was just weird watching everyone just fucking dogpile on this company because they did something shitty which is nice yeah i mean that is really bad i can't believe but, uh, it's not the same software though i always thought no it was. it's open source so they can use it yeah yeah but that's that's the whole great thing about obs there was, is because it's open source yeah but they never had a formal agreement for Streamlabs to use or copy them. which is which kind of sucks because obs is a really good software yeah so Streamlabs. <laughs> it's funny that <laughs> It's almost like the exact same software. Yeah, but I've used Streamlabs, I've used OBS, and I'm just like, oh, I always thought these things were in partnership, and then suddenly it's revealed that it's not. It's just crazy. Well, we're talking about Streamlabs again. Streamlabs brings <laughs> web-based Twitch streaming to Xbox. Yes, <laughs> that was the link to Xbox. Um, but this was before all of the uh, Stream OBS shit happened. <laughs> so it got kind of undershadowed. But yes, uh, streaming on Twitch is already available, but this is, but the customization is limited. So this was that you'd be able to do all your customizable layouts on an Xbox now using their stream uh, web-based 
software because Microsoft likes using the uh, web browsers and stuff to do like streaming or streamable stuff. Can you use Discord on Xbox? No. Oh, no, I just want, okay, not yet. No, but um, you can, I think the voice chats for PC and uh, Xbox, like they yes, run they through mix. the same server. Yeah, yeah they, they, they run through the same servers, so you don't have to worry about weird audio differences. No. Like, yeah. a, like you do on PlayStation, so. PlayStation needs Discord, it really does. Well, they put a percentage of ownership in it, so that was something. You never know. They de- they definitely do need it though. They need to have that connection with PC, especially with all these cross-platform games though, because they will get left behind. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, continuing with Xbox, uh, surprise, Halo Infinite's multiplayer got dropped. Um, yes, like you paid a it? couple weeks. No, I played it. I, 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 I purchased. Like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, yeah, it doesn't seem like a game for me. Uh, it was. It's a beta, and it's only beta until the eighth of December, which is when it was meant to release. But they decided to go, we haven't got really any news for our Xbox um, showcase thing that we're doing, so we'll just drop this <laughs> multiplayer thing and surprise people. Well, I was and playing then, it, and then I was thinking, do you know what? I'd rather play Splitgate. Yeah, that's what I, uh, that's what I, I want to go back and play Splitgate. I just haven't been on console or PC for ages, so <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Uh. But no, I like Splitgate. I want to see how Splitgate's improved since I've last played it, because I played it, it at the beginning hasn't. in the... <laughs> Eh, it's a small studio. They've had a lot of money put into it. They had like a hundred grand put into it. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not surprised because originally, but so I played the game before it got popular, and at that point you couldn't get a game with anyone other than bots. Mm. No, I really enjoyed the open beta that they had. I want to see if how it's doing. Um, but yeah, I I was gonna play it. It's it's free, so even if I have no intention, I'm just like, well, I can play it. <laughs> Yeah. It's on Steam as well, which is funny. Yeah, which I, I thought that was weird. But you still have to log on your Microsoft account. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But I, I have purchased it, quotation marks. So it is in my Steam library if I ever do want to download it and play it. I just haven't yet. If if you ever want to download it. If I ever want it. Well, I have no... It, I, I, I will give it a go because it's free and I'm like, why not? But I just... I'm not a big Halo person. And yet I'm a Destiny person. But then it's not... Bungie making Halo, so I'm just like, huh, cool. Yeah, but I think if you ask most people, they'll say the first three Halos are the best. Yeah, and then four, three, four, or whatever it is, who make three, it four, now? Three. That's the one. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, it's knockoff Destiny Bungie anyway, so I ain't gonna give them any credit. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, uh, more Xbox news. Phil Spencer is a bit worried about the exploitative nature of NFTs in gaming. So he was asked about whether or not Xbox would facilitate the NFT gaming community on their platform. And he was like, maybe if they weren't so fucking exploitative. <laughs> Honestly, you didn't we say need to that. That's me. You're the one who's fucking doing it. I ain't I doing know. It. All right. Once I get a moment, I'm going to put our podcast logo as NFT. See what happens. I would be amazed if anyone. Imagine if people buy it and then in 40 years or something, it's worth a billion dollars. I'd be, I'd be just like, what? Wait, do the owner keep... So does the author keep getting money from it? You get money sold? from it. Yeah, yeah, if you sell the original thing, you get money from each purchase of it. That's why they're good. Yeah. That is why the blockchain is good for NFT markets. That's the only benefit is that the that original true, artist still I, I, gets money. Yeah, because they should. They still get a percentage of any selling on of the per- product. So rather than, hey, look, you sold this artwork... 
it now has no monetary value for you, you would still get a percentage of that money. That's the only benefit. I hate everything about it, but it's good for artists because they still get paid after they sell stuff. That's why you see a load of musicians doing it and making albums and stuff like that because then they can still make money. Because yeah. the streaming industry is terrible for musicians. <laughs> it's all in touring and they couldn't fucking tour. Uh, um, but yeah, so that he was just like, hey, look, we'll consider it. But at the moment, they're really exploitative and none of them have actually ever fully become a game. They're all just scams at the moment. So <laughs> we don't want them. <laughs> we have quality control, unlike Steam. Uh, Phil Spencer's also deeply and deeply troubled by the Activision reports we talked about earlier. Yep, we spoke about that. Uh, cloud gaming for Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One is now available. So you can do their cloud streaming thing rather you can than do download. Their Yep, which is kind of nice because it, yeah. it wasn't available for consoles, which is weird. <laughs> but you so can now, available, if you have so it's just PC and tablet and mobile. It was, and now it's now you can do oh, it on your Xbox. It. Yeah, now you can do it on your ah, Xbox so Series weird. X and <laughs> Xbox One. But I mean, that's not their priority because if you're going to buy Xbox, you'll buy the game on Xbox and you'll download it on Xbox. You don't want to. You won't really stream it on an Xbox, will you? Yeah, I mean, the Xbox One is the. The only one I think is the Xbox One or the S because it's like they don't have the hardware behind them. So yeah, if you could stream I mean, them a better but quality. But to be honest, you probably could still get slightly better if you streamed games on the Xbox Series X. Because it is, Maybe. It's not fully. It's good, don't get me wrong, but it's not like... Depends on your internet, I guess. Yeah. I imagine you don't want to do it on multiplayer. Because uh, you'd... Our final news ease. for gaming this week is the story of Xbox is a new gaming sort of trailer that uncovers just the history of xbox so yeah this will this is the trailer for a six-part documentary just going back and explaining how the xbox came into the world ah so you see the playstation over there well we thought we can make some money out of this so let's make our own yeah um we were like hey look nintendo and playstation have been in this for a while um and so sega we're just gonna come well, in here 20... <laughs> like sony and nintendo just knocked them all off a cliff was it the PS2 yeah. or was it the PS1? Either one. There's PS1. so many. PS1. The yeah, PS1. PS1. The PS1 gen. There were so many different games consoles. And then the only two that succeeded was the PlayStation and Nintendo's console, whatever it was at the time. Well, Sega's approach was to do what's currently happening, where they had intermediate levels of game console and attachments to make the console better, but no one knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah, it was just too soon. It was too soon. They could have done it, and now they're probably going to get bought by Microsoft. <laughs> acquire all but yeah this is this was just uh something that i saw that was just a six-part documentary about uh it will appear on youtube and the roku channel uh Redbox and the microsoft website so if you want to watch it it'll be on there and it will come out on december 12th um but yeah this is just the story of how the xbox and everything came in and like the 20-year journey because microsoft celebrated its 20 years recently well now it's just it that's it for our game. I might give it a watch. I, I might oh, actually yeah, watch yeah. it. Probably will. Yeah. That is it for our gaming news of the week. We're going to take a quick segue onto Weird, Wacky, Wonderful World, and we're going to talk about France changing the colour of its flag to in a nod to the French Revolution. Yes. Uh, this happened a year ago. I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> so they changed it, and no one gave a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> is it actually different? It's a slightly darker shade of blue. <laughs> 
That's so funny. So France changed the color blue used in the country's flag and detail went unnoticed for more than a year, according to multiple reports. <laughs> French oh, President yeah. Emmanuel Macron decided in July 2020 to change the blue third of the flag to a darker shade. According to French news sites, um, the color change in return to the, a dark navy shade was used for was used before the 1976 when the pr- then president Valérie Gizard d'Estrange decided to make the colors lighter to better match the European Union's flag. The new shade is also a hat tip to the French Revolution and a very political attempt to reconnect with the past French site Europe One reported. So yeah, it's um. It's Macron the one that wants like France's Brexit. Brexit. I don't know. I don't fr- follow French <laughs> politics. <laughs> With the French Revolution thing, maybe. Yeah, I feel like he he wants to leave Europe. But I could be wrong. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at these images now. He can join us and being sad and miserable about being outside of it. We now, yeah, but we now we don't get anything. Do you know it's a fucking option on dating apps now? is whether or not you supported Brexit. <laughs> like, I was scrolling through it earlier, and I was just like, wait, what? Why does, my, why does Brexit matter? Do you agree with Brexit, or do you think it was good for the UK or bad for the UK? And I was just like, bad? Are you still banned from Tinder? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's on Tinder. I know it's on a lot of the other ones. Um, but I was just like, huh. This is a weird option to put on a dating profile. I guess it's a political thing and people get upset about it. I'm just like, it's stupid. I don't care. Yes, but, but... that is the world we're going into now. Yeah. Let's talk Pick about Russia up. blowing up satellites. <laughs> yeah, so let's go on to tech time and science shenanigans. And Russia has blown up a satellite creating a dangerous debris cloud in space. For goodness sake. Yeah. We've got enough of that I don't know. Space. Yeah. Uh... So apparently they actually nearly hit astronauts. Oh my God. What? Yeah. Uh, so the news comes from reports among the Russian space agency Roscosmos. Roscosmos. The astronauts living on board the International Space Station had to shelter in place this morning due to a cloud of space debris that seemed to be passing by a station every 90 minutes, the time it takes for the International Space Station to orbit the Earth. At first, it was unclear if the debris threatening the space station came from Russian anti-satellite, or ASTA, ASAT? tests the state department simply indicated that the debris field is a danger to the space station the test will significantly increase the risk to the astronauts and cosmonauts on the international space station as well as the as to the other human spaceflight activities um russia's dangerous and irresponsible behavior jeopardizes the long-term sustainability to our uh, of our space and clearly demonstrates that russia claims of opposing the weaponization of space and is distinguished and hypocritical so Russia's trying to kill astronauts. They're trying to kill their no. own astronauts. Yeah. <laughs> they know too much. They've done too many tests. They've they've created Starro. <laughs> Starro is a real thing. Trying to get rid yeah. of it now. No, um, they, they, they watched Suicide Squad and it was like, oh, okay, what, what if this is actually true? So yeah, space debris is a really bad thing because it's fucking belting through and it just smashes. Like, even just normal debris is bad if you get hit by it. Yeah, well, many different universities across the world are trying to work on solutions on trying to get rid like of the nets debris. and shit, aren't they? Yeah, it's like they're doing like weird. Also, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a lot of like raw materials up there. They're quite expensive and would fetch for like a lot of money. Yeah, I reckon. Oh, you haven't watched Star Wars Visions yet, have you? No. 
uh well there's um uh, in one of the episodes there's a uh space station thing and it shoots down a grappling hook to mine out kyber crystals and i'm just thinking of the reverse so you just shoot a grappling hook to grab debris in space and pull it back down that'd be pretty cool like that sort of stupid shit that was my thing. well it's just like that would be the cool reverse um and then moving on to dystopian tech stuff a vr device uses chemicals to bring different sensations to the skin oh uh, yes let's burn your skin when you're hu- when, you- <laughs> when you touch fire <laughs> touch fire the thing lights on fire yeah <laughs> feel the immersion feel the immersion in this That's like, uh, oh, yes it feels like my hands on fire so a team of researchers from the University of Chicago Human Computer Integration Lab has created a new virtual reality setup that deploys chemicals to deliver physical sensation to users' skin. The VR setup is able to inflict everything from numbing sensations to warming ones for users and most frighteningly sensations that legitimately sting. I was right. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so some of those on. choices of words are a bit questionable which ones the one that seems a bit um it could be used for something oh i'm sure there's a lot of things that this could be used for it's, it's definitely gonna be used for if we things. teamed it up with our skin thing that we talked about last week plus this new sensation we can get all that vr porn real good <laughs> <laughs> you can get the feeling of having a hiv positive test without having to have a hiv positive <laughs> test <laughs> I suppose this is a way to stop humans breeding. Potentially. We're going to become the Matrix real soon. We're just going to get put in pods. Like, we're just going to have the sensation of life pumped into our brain and we're just going to be sat in front of a monitor (laughs) as robots have taken over. about all this. So we'll keep doing this and then eventually we'll just go back to where we started and we'll still be in this world. It'll just look exactly Mm. the same and you still do your job that you would hate the same in this world. Yeah, it would make no difference. You've I hope the new Matrix it. movie is just Keanu Reeves just living his normal life, and that's the entire movie. And all of that stuff is just a movie that he watches, like all the, the action and stuff. But I don't think it's, it's going to happen. Nah, they're not going to do that. Um, well, talking about VR devices, Meta's haptic feedback gloves let you let you touch things in the metaverse. Very similar concept. Yeah, yeah. So these are like muscles on the outside of your skin that contract and bend and just make it so your hand contorts in ways so you feel like a, you have a sensation of picking stuff up. It's Imagine so feeling a breast with <laughs> <laughs> so soft and squishy. Okay, it is. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it's just uh, VR is slowly becoming more and more immersive and we're getting to Ready Player One and Matrix levels of immersion in terms of, like not graphically, we ain't graphically there yet because this hardware isn't there, but the sensation stuff is getting there well i think the hardware is there it's just expensive so if you put yeah. like an 8k display in there oh yeah we've we got to get it cheaper we got to have people actually utilize it you got to have the dumbasses like me who buy it and then make it public make, make it viable for them to invest in it and then when they uh bring it out cheaper later on i still reckon the future is just streaming it i don't think you need to improve the hardware you just need to improve the streaming capabilities well xbox is doing that so microsoft sorry and i still think if the, the google should just they have all of the resources to do it yes but it's google they don't yeah, care i know they love cancelling <laughs> stuff honestly there's not gonna be a pixel server it's gonna be cancelled after this one just as they're getting close they go nah <laughs> we're done now dan talk about pro- quantum processors 
Oh, IBM's new quantum processor is more than doubles Quibit capacity. I would love to know what this actually is. I don't know what a Quibit is. Neither do I. I'm assuming... I thought you would know. I'm assuming Qubit is a quantum bit. I don't know. Probably. And do you know what a quantum bit is? Oh, wait. So maybe it's a new thing. It's two bits. (laughs) Double E huge array of 127 qubits ready to solve your quantum problems this makes the ego process of the world's last largest more than doubling the new the capabilities of other top of the line machines so yeah i, I don't know what these are <laughs> doesn't really say ibm also made a 65 qubit processor as recently as 2020 so yeah this is this what new one has 127 qubits yeah, so qubits are the two bits instead of one. So normal computers are kind of one bit system and qubits are two bits. So I can actually say each bit, I think, can have four states at the minute. However, I think the theory is in quantum physics is that any bit of data can have infinite amount of data. Mm. So right now a bit can be a one or a zero, but in quantum physics, there's an infinite amount of states between zero and one. Mm-hmm. So you can have so much more data, but at the minute you can only just have four bits of data. Another another notable quantum machine is a, is Google's Sycamore, which is still only around sixty qubits, and has it in the past boosted quantum supremacy. Um, with this jump, IBM is also predicting its current infrastructure for quantum computing will need to be improved. The company is working towards releasing its updated IBM Quantum System Two, which is designed with four hundred and thirty three qubits and 1,121 qubit processors in mind. Uh, IBM expects to have the new system up in 2023, which could be an indicator they're thinking they're going to need them. Cool. Well, quantum computers are definitely going to be the next thing. I don't know if you've seen new specifications for um, like the new NVIDIA processors and AMD no. graphics cards. No, I haven't. <laughs> well, the latest rumors suggest it's going to have the same power to performance ratio it currently has but it's just going to pretty much double everything so mm. now i think the recommended power supply is like 1000 watts Ooh, nice which for those who don't know that's that's massive yes well i don't think most plug sockets have america's that. gonna struggle oh yeah america's i like <laughs> their voltage system is bad i work this out i think the maximum american hack can have is 1500 well, I work with American power supply stuff and we have to run our stuff lower on theirs because their stuff can't run at a higher voltage. Plus, it, it we have to build in the fact that their voltage will drop. Yeah. So we have to make sure our stuff will run at the lowest that we are acceptably allowed to in America if it drops below what we can do. <laughs> so. I don't know. I think it makes no sense. I have, there's no reason to have it one th- like, such a low voltage because it's not safer. Mm. So it's, it's a myth. <laughs> it's a myth of America. That's what it is. Eh, who knows? America is a strange place. I'll tell you what. If I, Maybe they just want to buy cheaper fuses if they're cheaper for the lower voltage ones. Eventually, I will create a section of this podcast where I talk about quantum computers to everybody. I will do a bit of research somewhere and I'll talk about it. I'll find out, I'll explain what's interesting about it in an interesting way. But right now, I don't know much about it at all, apart from quantum tunneling. Dan has a quantum. I have a quantum. No, a quantum brain. A quant- no, Dan froze a quantum. I froze a quantum. Tantrum. <laughs>
Ah, Dan. Oh, Dan throws a quantum. Ah, yes, cool. Yeah, so we are hoping to release a bunch of bonus episodes on our YouTube channel. So if you're not subscribed, please go on to it. Yes. So you're ready for the latest content. Yes. Uh, Amazon Dan has decided to just stop accepting Visa cards in the UK. Yes. So this is due to the fact Visa credit cards are too expensive. The over in terms of tax, right? No. I the, think the, it's the, the fees. The, that... the, yeah, the fees, not tax. So That's the wrong thing. Most companies, when they use credit cards, also sometimes debit cards, have to also pay a fee, a transaction fee. Yeah. Uh, however, Visa credit cards and Amex tend to be some of the most expensive ones. Yeah. So most I places... think there's. No, no, go on. I was going to say, most places in the UK don't accept uh, Amex for that exact reason. Yeah. And it's also well, why you don't really see Visa credit cards. They're very rare. Yeah. Uh, I, I think also. I think it's also there's um a bunch of like Visa is just increasing it because they're trying to there was a bunch of stuff with porn websites and stuff that was because they weren't accepting Visa uh Visa weren't allowing porn stuff and if they did they were extremely high rates of um fees to ex- basically got nothing if you had a porn website so they were just switching to other platforms <laughs> so Visa just seems to be shooting itself in the foot if they're continuing to do this but. Because I don't think Amazon's going to be the last one to do it. No, no. Like, but it's just kind of funny. Uh, and then to finish off, we spoke about a iPhone with a USB-C charger, and now we get to talk about an iPhone with a real T-Rex tooth in it. Yes, it's worth $8,600. Yeah. That was and it's it. cool, to be honest. It looks really cool. Yeah. Maybe I'd buy an iPhone if all of them looked like this. <laughs> yes, but... and also weren't $8,600. To be honest, that's probably what the next one will be worth. Yeah, well, I imagine... What did the... I can't remember how much it sold for, that iPhone with a USB-C. Because it doesn't work, by the way. It was 86000 Yeah, so 10 times as much. Yeah. So we know what's more important to people, Dan. T-Rex tooth is the future of charging. <laughs> well, I think the difference between this one and the old one is the USB-C iPhone is actually a bit of history. Hmm. It's not, you know, this is, this is like an art project. It's pretty cool. Have you seen uh, the um, narco? No, what the, 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 who's the guy who does drugs? El Chapo. I don't know I who think. you're talking about. <laughs> Someone who sells drugs, who's like a really big drug seller, um, brought out a phone. But it was just a reskin. It's just reskins of like I, uh, Samsungs and iPhones. And it's just got his face as the wallpaper and stuff like that. <laughs> Like oh, they're a drug fold dealer, version. Pablo Escobar. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they go. Yeah, there's the Pablo Escobar phone, and they're um just basically they bought a bunch of uh, Samsung like no, the folds. hundred percent scams. Yeah, I, I, I know. Don't get the device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just like, yeah, it's just a uh, thing. <laughs> it's just like ah, this, this would be cool. <laughs> just have a picture of Pablo Escobar on your phone. Like you can't just do that. <laughs> it's almost like if you buy a phone from a drug dealer company. You're gonna get ripped off. No, it's got it's secretly got drugs in it. It's oh, just yes, empty. Yes. It's just a compartment. It's just a case. It's just the case and the phone slapped on top. And then you get the drugs. Um and then finally recommend do and recommend don't. Uh I recommend Tick Tick Boom, which is uh a musical on the movie Rent or the musical right. Rent. Um and it's got Andrew Garfield in it. And, oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen it. It's on Netflix, times. and I was watching it yesterday, and I was just like, I don't like musicals, but I like Andrew Garfield, so I'll watch it. 
And it's very fine. charismatic kid. Yeah. Like, how old is he? Um, 25, 26? <laughs> no, he's 30 plus. Bloody hell. Why was he playing Spider-Man? Because he was like 27 or something when he was playing he's still Spider-Man. Too old. He's still too Andrew, old. Tobey Maguire was playing him when he was 30. Yeah, I know. He was too old too. Yeah. Tom Holland's the closest one we've had and he was 19 when he did it. He was meant to be playing a 15-year-old. <laughs> uh, I'm going to recommend this week... The latest Virtuism episode on YouTube, where he talks about electricity. I actually found this oh, really Oh, Veritasium. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ver- yeah sorry, Veritasium. Veritasium. I call him Virtuism. <laughs> Veritasium, that's, not that's the one. I was like, who the fuck's that? And then I was like, did he mean Veritasium? That's the one I meant. But yeah. I, do you know what? I'm, never, I'm still not going to remember it. Anyway, it talks about electricity, and I thought that was actually really interesting. He sort of talks about how everyone... I was watching that in the background, so I might go watch it again, because <laughs> I wasn't Yeah, so he talks about everyone... Everyone teaches you electricity wrong. And to be honest, I've had that in my mind. When I was first taught it in secondary school, I was like, none of this makes sense. Alternating current makes no sense. And then this explains how it actually works. And I go, Well, if you want a cool. movie that explains the war for um, the, the thing, there's um, the current wars, which oh, is, this is the... Oh, is that to do with uh, Nikola Tesla and, and um, Thomas Edison? Yeah. And it's those two fighting who gets the... Uh, alternate or permanent current thing for america alternate or dc yeah and then it's um their battle at the there's a big fair that um yes, they're the trying World's to get fair, to because yeah. they'll get investigation they'll get um investments for it and then they're basically fighting over who the so why i think america has two different uh electricity grids basically in terms of dc and ac and it's just like it was a very interesting film it's got um tom holland in it as well so it's got a Spider-Man. <laughs> he gets everywhere. But that is it for this week's episode of TFE. We hope you enjoyed. Go check out our YouTube channel for our latest new clip shows that will be coming out soon. We've also got yes. a new series on the way on coming out on Saturday. Saturday. It's actually coming out. I know we've been saying it for weeks, but it's actually coming out this Saturday. We hope you enjoy. COVID delayed it. <laughs> yes, it was definitely COVID. It wasn't just timing issues. Yes. <laughs> so we hope you enjoy that one. And we will see you next week. Yep. Bye.